The Greenfield Post on Triple M. Are we live? With Will and MJ. They're awake and they're on fire. Will, as preparation for this show, we've been sitting here for the last hour trying to work out what's going to happen over the next four weeks of footy. Yep. And I don't think we're any closer to discovering what's going to happen than when we started. This ladder is absolutely mesmerising. If there's a logjam between 7th and 11th, yep. and only two spots available, you'd think maybe Western Bulldogs will probably scrape in. They've got a tough draw. You, but, got, you look at the draws. It's just so hard to pick what's going to happen after everything we've seen in 2017. We've got mm. a seven-week final series coming up. You're, that's a good way of looking at it. I'm really excited I'm, for it. And given the Bulldogs won the premiership from 7th mm. last year, yep. you know these spots are coveted. I know, and I think Collingwood could still be a chance. Oh my god! I knew you'd bring up Collingwood again. You've got to give it up. Seriously, you just—it's false hope, and you're doing yourself no good. Well, speaking of Nuffy opinions, <laughs> we're going to open up the Nuffy hotline right now. Uh, good Will. segue. Yes, I want every Nuffy in town. I want your uneducated. I want your biased. Yep. I want your conspiracists. Yep. I want everyone that is a Nuffy to give us a bell. One triple three five three. If you've got an uneducated footy opinion, give <laughs> us a call right now. See what we can get. I'm excited. That's coming up next. This is Will and MJ on Triple M, and the Nuffy hotline is now open, MJ. It's lit up. It's absolutely lit up. I want to hear from conspiracy Nuffies. I want to hear from biased Nuffies. Every Nuffy you can picture, we this want your, your call. This is your outlet. This is your chance. Now, we've got our first Nuffy on the line. Yep. This is down at Carayo Bay, yep. and this is Malcolm. G'day, Malcolm. Uh, Cats fan, Malcolm. Uh, robbed. That's one word you could use. Umpires robbed us. Uh, they've robbed us every time we've lost. Uh, and they rubbed out Dangerfield, the same umpires. We would have won the game against Sydney. Robbed. Malcolm, you were beaten by 46 points, mate. Yeah, and why do you think that was? Mate? Because Sydney were the better team. You think you're bloody clever, do you? The umpires won it for them. The uh, the AFL would have paid them. There would have been, I don't know, Selwood, they probably injured Selwood. Mate, there's a lot more going on than you and I bloody know about. I can tell you that much. It was at your home ground. If anyone yeah, had an advantage, it was you guys. Nah, they hate us down there. Umpires. Who hates you? Umpires. Demetrio, the whole lot of them. <laughs> Alright, well thanks for the call, Malcolm. Next we go to East Q and we're talking to Steve, who's a Hawks supporter. Steve, how are you? Oh, hello. How are you doing? Welcome to the Nuffy Hotline. Steve, what have you got for us? Oh, well, it's such a relief to be out of the finals. <laughs> Why? He's perfect. Well, it's been, it's been since 2010 since we've had this, since 2009, pardon me, since we've had this fantastic occasion. So you're happy that you, you lost the finals today? Yeah, well, how much have you forked out on grand final tickets recently? <laughs> so, and the draft's going to be a bit more exciting? That's pretty good. That's good news for this uh, one. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, we've got ageing top 10 draft picks. We need a few more in the lineup. I'm sick of seeing the same people run around every week. So what are you going to do in September now, Steve? Oh, probably have a lovely little trip up to Hayman Island. <laughs> All right, well, thanks, Steve. Thanks for the call, Steve. You've been perfect for the Nuffy hotline. Next, we go to Garam Downs, where Jono is. G'day, Jono, you're a pies man? Yeah, g'day, boys. Love the show. Oh, thanks, mate. What have you got for us? I just wanted to have a chat about um, some trade talk I've come up with. Oh, well, that's just uh, Nuffy Hotline 101, I reckon. That's going to be perfect. What do you reckon? Well, I've just got an idea for uh, Collingwood for the trade period. Yep. So, Jake Lever, I think, is going to leave Adelaide, yeah? Well, that's been around. That's been talked about, yeah? Yeah, so I think he should come to Collingwood, right? Yep. And then Bryce Gibbs wants to go to Adelaide, yeah? 
that was also on the uh, on the table last year. Yeah. Yeah. So Bryce Gibbs can go to Adelaide. Jake Lever goes to Collingwood. But of course, Gibbs is a Carlton player. So. Yeah, and that's where this is where my idea comes in. <laughs> yeah. So we give them, we give Carlton, <laughs> Chris Main and James Ace. <laughs> you reckon that's a fair trade, Jono? Two for one. Two for one deal. Well, that, that is two players. Yeah. It's pretty fair. What do you reckon? Yeah, well done. That's real nuffy material. Good stuff, Can Jono. Can you let Eddie know tomorrow morning? I'll pass it on. Thanks. Jeez, that, well, th- thanks for that, Jono. Some top shelf nuffies. Do you, do you want to let Eddie know or do you want me to? I'll leave a note on his desk. Okay. <laughs> the Greenfield Post on Triple M. Now, Will, something's caught our attention today and I don't think it's had anywhere near enough media coverage. Oh, nowhere near the coverage. Now, I love my World Cups of mm. cricket and soccer and rugby. I'm always getting behind uh, different countries as those events roll around. And the mm. AFL International Cup, mm. now this is played every three years. The last one, of course, in 2014, which was taken out by Papua New Guinea. Mm. And it's back in town yep. and I am fully into it. It's, it looks huge. Can you run through some of the teams that are playing? Because this isn't just expats that are all playing yep. and pretending they're from somewhere. Yep. These are all players from these countries. Native to the country, yeah. which is awesome. And so mm. in Div 1, you've got your Great Britons, you've got Ireland, Papua New Guinea, USA, Canada, Fiji, France, Nauru, and of course, New Zealand. Mm. And on the line, we have full forward from New Zealand. The f- New Zealand's full forward. The absolute genuine gun of the team, Barclay Miller. Barclay, g'day, mate, and congratulations on your win today. Yeah, hi, guys. Thanks very much. Now, run um, us through. And the Roo, any good? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, 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 they're very good. Um, no, they're so strong in contests and um, on the ground. They hit hard, so yeah, it's a pretty, pretty tough team to play against, but... So it all kicked off today down at Parkville, the International Champions Cup, with five games back-to-back. That's just the men's mm. Division 1. Now, yep. New Zealand, you knocked off Nauru. What was the scoreline there, Will? Have you got it in front 81 of you? 81-34, to 34, comfortable win. And uh, next game, you play Fiji, who put away France today. Did you see that one? Yeah. Yeah, I um, saw a bit of it um, on, on uh, the internet. So, yeah, live stream. But, <laughs> now, yeah. the, the obvious question, Barkley, is how did you get into footy as a New Zealander? Um, well, my story's a bit different to few other other New Zealand boys. Um, I was actually a basketball player. Um, and yeah, sort of I, the scout was at one of our tournaments back home and um, yeah, I asked if I'd like to give it a go. So thought why not and yeah, stuck with it. So So St Kilda took you on as their fourth ever international rookie and you're playing for Sandringham obviously. How's life treating you down at the Saints? Yeah, um, I'm with them full time at the moment, um and playing um for Sandy's Everest, so yeah, me and one of the other boys in the in the international team for us. Um, so yeah, get around the boys down there. It's been great. So yeah. And what's what's the standard in the international champions cup compared to the um, Sandy Zebras? Um, oh, the physicality is very similar. Um, oh, the skills in the VFL are top standard though, pretty pretty good. But um, yeah, I'd say it's. Pretty, pretty similar. So. Nice. Well, we, yeah. we couldn't get there today, unfortunately, but we spotted a video yeah. on Twitter where you had the full blown hucker. I think we've got a bit of that to play here. Just yep. his standard hucker. Yeah. Nice uh, sleeveless operation, which is quite rare, seeing um, blokes in the singlets. Now, MJ and I were extremely curious because we've seen the All Blacks and uh, all the other international New Zealand teams pull out a hucker. Yep. How much preparation and rehearsal went into mm. that? Um, for this cup, the 
there wasn't a lot. I, we had one practice last night. So, <laughs> oh, really? Um, yeah, most of the boys know it pretty well. They either learn it in school or in oh. their um, school teams, uh, school sport teams and stuff like that. So Yeah, cool. Because yeah. we've, we've noticed a few weeks ago that the All Blacks seem to have um, spiced theirs up a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's not your sort of average yeah, hucker. Right. They, change, yeah. they have a formation now, like an arrowhead, and it looks yeah. a bit more complicated than just your line and length hucker. You went the default. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, well, we've sort of tried to incorporate sort of a triangle sort of formation as well. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, sort of, uh, like, every hucker has its own sort of twist to it, I guess, um, with formation and sort of how you start out and stuff like that. So, yes, yeah, it's, <laughs> so, it's pretty unique. So, yeah. So, so it is something you guys learn in school over there? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, more, more mostly in sort of your school sport teams and stuff like that, I'd say. Um, quite often, if most schools will have their own individual hucker as well so just for the school so yeah but it's pretty interesting so yeah now Barclay you told us before that you are normally the fullback for this New Zealand side well not normally I guess you don't play yeah. as New Zealand very often but you were thrown yeah. at uh, full forward today you kicked two goals I believe and yeah. so for the rest of the tournament you've got Fiji next which could very well be a grand final preview uh have you got any tactics in the bank or should we uh, are you trying to keep a lid on it um, oh no, nothing, nothing special. I don't think. Just nothing outrageous. Try to play the same as I did today, I guess. So, <laughs> One yeah. game at a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're gonna stay yeah. forward, you reckon? Um, I'm not too sure. I hope so. It'd be good, but um, I'm happy with wherever I play as long as I get a game. So. Yeah. No. Now, yeah. Bar- Barkley, have you ever seen the Mighty Ducks two? No, I haven't. Oh damn! Well, in the Mighty Ducks two, Iceland are sort of the evil team. <laughs> <laughs> is there any team sort of jumped out at you as sort of the average blokes on the list here? Yeah, is there anyone that you uh, aren't looking forward to playing? Uh, oh, I'm not too sure, actually. No, I wouldn't <laughs> say so. Just say yeah. South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they're probably good blokes. Yeah, no, they impressed us with their singing. They're very good singers. So. Yeah. <laughs> Are you all hanging out a lot, the the different international sides? Um, we all caught up yesterday at, um, we had our opening ceremony sort of thing. So everyone sort of got around and talked to each other there, but, um, uh, we're all at different accommodations. So we don't really see too much of each other, but yeah. Nice. Well, if New Zealand get all the way through to the grand final and I'm tipping they will, Will. Yep. Yep. Um, they'll play as a curtain raiser to the Collingwood and Geelong game at the MCG. So Barkley, fingers crossed for you and the New Zealand teams. We're right behind you. And I reckon South Africa and Papua New Guinea and all those other ones can get stuff. They can can ship off. (laughs) But that's such a big stage. You must be excited for that. Oh, yeah. yeah, It'll be be an opportunity of a lifetime. It'll be so amazing. Yeah, I can't wait. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Perfect. Cheers, Barkley. Yeah. Well, that, that's Barkley Miller, the full forward for Team New Zealand, who are facing Fiji in a couple of days' time. Barkley, best of luck. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers, Barkley. And the 2017 AFL International Cup rolls on. And uh, this Wednesday, MJ? Yeah. Croatia, Indonesia. Someone say grudge match? <laughs> Traditional rivals. <laughs> the Greenfield Post on Triple M. MJ, you were out at the MCG today to see... Hawthorne at Richmond, you are producing for Triple M Footy. Yeah, I was. And it was brilliant to see an old tradition return to the MCG for the first time this year, I think. And for the first time in quite a long time. I think. What, what are we talking? Streaker. Ah, right. In the, the streaker. In the fourth quarter, yep. a bloke decided to jump the fence um, and just, just go for a dash. I think you're right. I think that's the first one we've seen this mm. year. I can't recall one. Particularly at the G. Yeah. Well, he opted for the... He kept his pants on. Yeah. He had the Levi's um, still on, but just went topless. That's a really weird look. That's mm. a, uh, un unconventional, unorthodox streak. Yeah. Well, I think it's something that 
should be there should be more of it. Yeah. And Channel 7, during their coverage, chose not to cover it. Well, that's why I haven't mm. really seen much about this, because I was watching the game, and they uh, I, I, they must have cut away. Mm. Well, security did a brilliant job. Yeah. Tackled him. He didn't. He jumped over where the goal line is. Okay. And just started sprinting towards the center, and he was stopped by about centre-half forward. He didn't even... Wow. Get, he didn't get out of the 50. Do you reckon they have tackling practice? Do you reckon there's some... Well, they must. It was a great tackle from the security. Because I've always wondered, as a mm. security guard, you must be... Your role must include the fact that you're fine tackling someone whose penis is exposed. Because <laughs> yeah. I would find that really uncomfortable. It would be. So it's part fact, of the job. The fact that he had his jeans on made the job easier. But if the, if he was completely nude, yeah. sort of Alan D'Amico style. Alan D'Amico style. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that one's a bit easier. But then what if you just got a fat bloke? Do you reckon they have a pre-season for the security guard? <laughs> they must. Send out the bloke. And you'd have to have, they'd have to know the right tactics for getting a bloke down yeah. when he's in the nude. Sometimes you see the perfect rugby union tackle and yeah. it's so satisfying. You know, the, the best bloke on the job has been sent out to grab him. <laughs> yeah, and, he, and the guy would know it. He'd go, I've yeah, got this. This is mine. Sights are set here. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this bloke, do you know what the fine is to cop that you have to cop if you do decide to go for a streak these I, days? I know it's a weird number. We've covered it before. It's $9,327.60. That is phenomenal. It's, like it's like one of those prices, right, games? Yeah. Where they just, <laughs> we have to. The showcase. Yeah, it is. Yeah, why I, not I, just I, round it up to 10000 or 9000 I've said this before. We need to hmm. get onto them and figure out why that is that number. Yeah. That is all, such a bizarre. It's like a phone number. It is. Yeah, anyway, we got, well, that's for another day. Anyway, so this guy, he, he's not... Have a look at him. They've got pictures of him here on Fox Sports. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a big set of guts on. He doesn't look fit at all. He's not in great shape. No, and he's, he's got... He hadn't planned this week's out, I reckon. And do you want to know what the tattoo... He's got a bra boy style tattoo <laughs> across, see, yeah. across the chest. Yeah. Do you want to know what it reads? What does it read? Get rich or die trying. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately for him, I think he might die trying. <laughs> Now, Will, a couple of weeks ago, we got Liam Flanagan, the Triple M caller. Yes. Who takes care of all the games north of the uh, Murray. Yep, fighting the good fight up there in Sydney. And below the Brown Snake. So every, yep. everything sort of in New South <laughs> Wales, his department. A nice little whiffer uh, check from you there. Out of nowhere. Well referenced. Yeah, well, you're, you've signed up for the chase, so you need to know your rivers and That's things true. like that. No, I, I know I know the Brisbane and the Murray. Well, that's getting slightly off track. A couple of weeks ago, <laughs> Liam came on and ran through his Space Jam team. Now, we had some awesome feedback to the Space Jam team, yep. pati- particularly the bit that had Mad Jack Door starting. Yeah, the decoy. As a decoy. And if you missed that, it's available in our podcast, I think episode 32 up oh, on geez. iTunes if you want to listen. I've done some research. You're all over your podcast. But Liam Flanagan joins us again, fresh from calling GWS versus Melbourne and very well called uh, yesterday, Liam. Oh, g'day boys. Uh, great to hear that uh, the clever, astute selection of Magic Door, I'm no doubt, received such positive feedback <laughs> from the Space Jam team. People loved uh, it. Yeah, well, so they should, mate. It was mm. a very well put together team. Um, mm. And when those aliens land, I expect Gil McLaughlin to pick up the phone and give me a call. Yeah, as, as its chief selector, I would imagine he would. 100%. But, boys, I'm, yes. I'm angry. Now, you've, t- you've told us all you wanted to do was rant, and you've given yeah. us a, a, a little insight into what you're going to talk about, but mm. I just want you to tell the listeners what's on your mind and why is it, why is it so but topical. Before you get started, Liam, I just want to make it clear that Liam does live up in Sydney, yeah. so he yes. doesn't have an outlet for this, yeah, yeah, yeah. apart Correct. from this program, because <laughs> no, no one up there knows what he's talking about. No, exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. So clear the space, boys, because yeah. this has been pent up in me since it happened. Yeah. The air's yours. Are you, are you telling me MG and, uh, and Matty Johns weren't interested? in your Space Jam team? I don't, <laughs> no, I don't no. believe that for a second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not overly. But, boys, Sam yep. Mitchell, yep. champion, mm. retires during the week. Yep. 
four-time premiership player, five-time best and fairest winner, three-time All-Australian, Brownlow Mills, rising star winner. He has done it all. He, he is in the conversation of the best midfielders of the last 10 years. It's undebatable. Is, mm. Absolutely. He yep. is a guarantee for the Hall of Fame, and you'd think a really strong candidate to become yep. a legend in that category at some point. Yep. Mm-hmm. He did all of that as a Hawthorne player, and yet during the week, he retires behind, or rather in front of, a West Coast Eagles backdrop yep. with alongside Adam Simpson, the West Coast Eagles coach, and wearing a West Coast Eagles polo shirt. I'm not happy. Yep, he's got yep. a Bank West logo on his, uh, mm. on his lapel. It is, it, this is an absolute travesty. <laughs> and, as, and as much as I dislike Hawthorne supporters over the last five or six years because of all the success they've had mainly, yep. I feel for them right now because oh. that is not where Sam Mitchell should have been conducting this press conference. Yeah. <laughs> He should have been embraced in the brown and gold bosom of the Hawks. Yep. And instead, he's over in Perth having yep. to retire three hours behind the rest of the country. Uh, you're spot on there. It's, it's like um, Laurie Oaks going and spending a year at SBS. <laughs> <laughs> and then SBS doing all the tributes. Correct. Uh, we, want Correct. Laurie, we want Laurie Oaks in front of the nine screens. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He, he's the face of nine. Let's not go mm. over the top, though, Liam, because I don't think there's a single Hawthorne supporter I feel sorry for out there. Actually, that not, is a good Not a single one. No, you're right. You're I don't right. feel and, for them. But yeah, I, I agree. It's the look. <laughs> it is. So, but, but never let it be said that I bring a problem to your show without a solution. Okay, Because I found a solution to this. Oh, oh, perfect. Here we go. Now, I know you boys follow your American sports. Mm-hmm. So you'll be familiar. Some of the listeners might not be, but you'll be familiar with Paul Pierce, a.k.a. The Truth from the, from the NBA. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. 19 seasons in the, in the NBA, 15 of those with the Boston Celtics. He was signed... He was drafted by the Boston Celtics. He won a championship with the Celtics. Mm-hmm. NBA Finals MVP with yeah, the was Celtics. Was that around Finals. sort of Larry Bird era? No, no, no. More, much more recently. I think, <laughs> oh, damn. I, I think he won in 2008. Was Larry where he won the, Bird. Damn, he was Boston Celtics, wasn't he? <laughs> all right. All right. MJ, you can be quiet for the rest of this conversation. I'll just talk to Will. After telling us that we're fans of American sports, MJ, you've noticed MJ didn't say anything. <laughs> he just yeah. sort of nodded along. But MJ, yeah. you be, MJ, you be quiet. I'll talk to Will. I'll shut up now. He's one of only three players f- to score 20,000 plus points for the Celtics. Larry yep. Bird wasn't one of those as well, MJ. Well done, mate. Yeah, but he's, he's destined to be a Hall of Famer in the NBA. Yeah, champion. Now, after he finished his career with the Celtics, he got traded to the Nets. He was there for a season. He spent a season with the Washington Wizards, a couple of seasons with the Los Angeles Clippers, including this one just gone. But when he retired, he signed a one-day contract with the wow. Boston Celtics, which enabled him to retire as a Boston Celtic. So it was mm. purely just for uh, for show. It was just a, a cosmetic It was a ceremonial sign. contract. Wow. Now, what I'm suggesting is that Sam Mitchell should have been able to sign not even a one-hour a one hour contract, yep. Yep. which would allow him the window to conduct that press conference and retire mm-hmm. as a Hawthorne player. Even if that wasn't a thing, though, because I can see the AFL... <laughs> The AFL don't like having fun, but if they, <laughs> yeah. even if he, well, just, some of them do. <laughs> even if he just, <laughs> what are you talking about? No, nothing. No, we can't bring up the controversial issues no. in this show. Even if Sam Mitchell just wore a Hawthorne polo, I think that would go down pretty well. Yeah, I think to, to, to see him in a West Coast polo just doesn't look right at all. Not to mention the fact that he had to accept a Brownlow wearing a, a West Coast polo. Oh, it wasn't that about silly. That. West Coast legend Sam Mitchell. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I <laughs> yeah. think I think we need the one-hour contract. Yeah. You've got absolute sign-off from Will and I here, Liam. <laughs> which right, is, which so is all you need, I think. Perfect. You boys all, and you, as you mentioned, I'm below, what was it, the brown snake and above the Murray. Yeah. That's right. So I'll need you guys to <laughs> yeah. submit this to Gil and the top dogs at the AFL head office down in Melbourne for Perfect. me. We yeah. will do. And what did, uh, what did Matty Johns and MG think of it? <laughs> 
Uh, they were upset because uh, when I passed it to them, I passed it forward, which they said is not oh. allowed in their game. So uh, they didn't accept it. Go awesome. fumble it, you dickhead. Well, Liam Flanagan, <laughs> Liam Flanagan from Triple M, Sydney, thanks for joining us. And well done on the call yesterday. Brilliant work up there. Thanks, boys. I'm off to research the Boston Celtics. <laughs> we're talking hockey, aren't we? <laughs> The Greenfield Post on Triple M. We're just going to wrap things up here, but last week you said you had an exclusive. I, I do. You do. I do have an exclusive. Now, see, I've given up hope. No, no, it's still going to happen. Okay, so now you're in negotiations. What's the deal? Yeah, so if, if you weren't listening last week, I, I did promise it would happen this week. Yep. But there's been some delays and some things have happened. Well, explain who you're talking about. Well, about a decade ago, there was a speech that was released on, on YouTube. Yeah. It might have even been on email at the time. Oh, yeah, I think it was a real forward sort yeah. of setup, and, and it was the funniest coach's speech of all time. Yep. I think if you actually go to Google and type in funniest coach's speech, yeah, it's the one that comes up first. That's the top search, and it's a, a coach addressing his team after a what, what a one or two point loss. Yeah, I think it was a tight loss. And yeah, they were, they were up by a big margin. And it's been shrouded in mystery as to when this um, speech occurred and what team he was coaching. It's that real era of YouTube where you don't know where you can't source anything. Yeah. Just it's just a it's gone down in folklore. It has gone down. AFL internet folklore. And I promised last week, and I'm going to stick by this promise. Yep. That we're going to get to the bottom of what actually unfolded that day when the coach gave the speech. <laughs> yeah. Now you won't tell me any of your sources. You won't no. tell me how you've got this bloke. Yeah. Just give us a bit of the uh, the coach's speech because I think it's important for context. Do you want the solo bit? Give us That's a solo bit. Yeah. I put the time in each. I'll get Fano to do the videos. I'll get bananas. I'll get lollies. I'll get solo. Shove the f- soul up your ass! <laughs> Seriously! Seriously! Yeah. So that's that's like, the coach. All the big questions. Who's yeah. Fano? Who does the videos? I know. And we, what happened to him? What happened to him? <laughs> is that your story? source? Yeah. Is he your contact? No, Fano isn't. But I'm, I have been in touch via SMS yep. to the coach, and he seems happy to speak. Wow. So that is a massive We're just trying to work out the right way to do it, and he's going to tell all. Now, there are a lot of people that don't even know who we're talking about, don't mm-hmm. care, but there is a niche... Little segment of people that are clean are going to, to be this. fascinated they by are this. Going to love it. This is like, this is Tracy Grimshaw, yep. style investigation from yep. us. This so. is Oprah with uh, Lance Armstrong. That's right on the couch. <laughs> I forgot his like, name. Tom Cruise on the couch. Yep. This is that kind of level. That's how I'm picturing it. Now it's not, footy. It's not going to be next week. No, because unfortunately, unfortunately, we'll be off next week. We might try and get a podcast out. But the, yeah, we'll get a podcast out. Yep. We won't be on air. I'm heading down to Tasmania to Launceston. Yeah. To the blockbuster between Hawthorne and North. Every young boy's dream, though. <laughs> now, we, we mentioned in the opener, I think, that there were every game sort of counted this year. <laughs> I don't I don't think Hawthorne versus North Melbourne in Launceston is going to mean much, to be honest. Yeah, but you, ha- you hadn't quite checked your schedule before I'm, you dropped that I've long. never been to the map before. The Launceston? Map of Tassie, yeah. I've never been there. The map of Tassie? Yeah, I haven't been to Tassie. Okay. I didn't yeah. understand you. No, that's all right. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> That's, that's all we've got time for here on the Greenfield Post. We'll be back at 10pm, not next Sunday, the Sunday after. Chuck, Will and MJ, a like on Facebook. Check out our podcast. And until two weeks' time, we'll see you then. Yeah, just search for Will and MJ on iTunes and press subscribe there. That helps us a great deal. We're rated five stars. Yeah, five stars. Five Beautiful. star rating. Thanks so for the reviews. If you do want to give us a rating, and it's a five star rating. Yeah, people are following our feedback. We're like the Uber of radio well, we've shows. So, <laughs> we really should make that at the That's slogan. That's slogan should. On the byline. <laughs> this is the Greenfield Post on Triple M. We'll be back in two Sundays time. Two 10, Sundays. 10 p.m. Bye.